You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Today we welcome to Radio Primavera Sound a man once called the future of West African music. It is Nigerian singer, songwriter and record producer Omar Ley. We talk about the influence of his father, the original boy alone, the incredible rise of Afrobeats, and about collaborating with Justin Bieber. Uh, he is playing in Barcelona, uh, so check that out. Yeah, I just um, invited along Yemi because he hosts um, Voodoo Club, which is one of our radio shows, and um, he know, he's a big fan of yours. And when I mentioned we were doing the interview, he said uh, he'd love to he'd love to sort of participate as well. So so there we are. Okay, all right. Thank um, you guys for today, though. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Um, can, can I just start off? How's the tour going? Um, so far it's been going good. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's a bit. You know, it got to me at some point. Health and everything. My voice. I lost my voice, and yeah. But so far it's been good. It's been fun meeting the fans from different parts of the world watching them sing my songs word for word it's been it's been a, it's been a pleasure it's been really good which audiences went the most mad <laughs> uh, now that's putting me in a tight spot <laughs> okay but um i can't say for sure this one went um this was leap more than the other one but the people in melbourne the people in oslo the people in New York, the people in in Paris, hmm. yeah, those are the people that the people in Australia in general. Yeah, I saw I saw one of your shows in Australia, and somebody ran off to the stage and just jumped on you, and that's yeah. that's yeah. something that's been repeating in your shows. How how do you treat that? Yeah, my security. I just I just had to tighten up my security. Um, it's 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 love at the end of the day it's love um a lot of them don't intend to come hurt me it's just maybe they're drunk they're my fans and or something or just they just want to come grab or something handshake but they just get overwhelmed and stuff and i kind of understand and it's all love so i did the best thing I, i i could do and i have done is to um tighten my security make sure nobody gets hurt and just make sure you stop it before it happens yeah i wanted to ask you come from a very musical family right do you think that's kind of influenced you yeah uh, i don't i I wouldn't say i come from a very musical family because i didn't meet my granddad it was just my granddad who used to play percussion for um a legendary highlight singer called celeste noku in those days so it was just him he played percussion and that was it I wouldn't say it's so much a um, musical background because like I didn't get to meet him. I didn't watch him. I only just grew up hearing the stories and then sometimes listening to um, Celeste Nuku, who he played for. Um, but so far, I think everything together influenced me. Everything together made me who I am. Um, the fact that I came from where I came from, the fact that I ate the kind of food that I ate, baked the kind of water that I that I bathed with. I think everything together just made me Omale. And you're obviously a singer, songwriter, and producer. 
Do you think being able yeah. to do all three of them gives you a big advantage in the musical world? No, I don't think. As a matter of fact, I'll say, um, uh, as a matter of fact, you can't, you can't do the whole three at the same time and be, you have to choose one. And plus, um, recently I've not been, I've not been so much of a producer recently because like there's so much more to do. I have to tour. I have to meet the fans. I have to be there for them when they need me and stuff. So um, there's not so much time that I can dedicate to producing. But the thing is, because I have the background, the production background, the music producer background, um, I could tell when this is what I want. I could explain properly to another producer that this is what mm. I want to hear. You know, and um, yeah, I think I wouldn't say it's so much of an advantage. Everybody, um, everybody does it in their own way. I think that's just um, uh, that's just me in my own my own way. Yeah, having the musical, having the music production background is just it's just what makes Omale Omale. I was interested because you really came to mainstream attention during the pandemic. When you know people were locked up in 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 their flats in their rooms, was that was it strange to come to attention in in that way? You know, not being able to go outside and play gigs and kind of meet people. It was it was strange. Of course, um, the pandemic the pandemic wasn't it wasn't a good thing at all. I don't want to even take credit for blowing up during the pandemic. No. I'm not going to give the pandemic credit for blowing me up because the pandemic <laughs> wasn't any good to anybody. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it was strange. It was, it was weird. And plus, I, I didn't know if it was weird or strange until the world opened up again because that was what I saw. That was the first thing that I, that I saw. So I didn't know what it felt like to go outside. So that was what I knew just uh, putting out music and people listening listening to the, to my music from their homes that was the first experience i had of being a superstar so i didn't know at the time if it was yeah because um that was what i that was the only thing i knew until um i started going out until the world started opening up and i started seeing my fans sing the song that was when i realized that it was kind of weird the way it happened um but I think everything happens for a reason, and there was a reason why my music blew up during the pandemic. Yemi, yeah, do you mm. want to ask the question? Yeah, I mean, talking about you know his music coming up in in pandemic times, and I think uh, the sound as well was just like when you came out, Omar. Like your sound was every even though everybody was home, we were just get caught, like we'll get cozy with those like you know godly or whatever you would keep dropping, you know. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Even even though we were still in pandemic seasons, um, there was a time you went with Thames to Uganda, you know, yeah. like uh, December 2020. How was that experience? Because um, you guys, um, did you know or were you aware of um, the situation or it was just uh, a booking that just happened and you guys thought in the yeah. country it would be okay? Things, just, things, things got wrong. Um, we didn't see that coming. Nobody saw that coming in we ticked all our dots, crossed all our T's. We ticked all our I's, dotted all our I's, crossed all our T's. And um, but finally, I think it was a problem with the with the promoters. And um, I think they, they got something mixed up or something. And we had to we had to pay the price. And um, 
I think we've gone past that stage right now. I don't even like talking about it so much anymore, but um, it was it was such an experience that I'll never forget. And I I I'm, I put I put all all of that I put all of that and uh, I made a couple songs on my album with it. And yeah, you get to find out a lot more when the album comes out. So tell us, tell us about the album. Yeah, the album is, is, is coming up real good. Um, I've, uh, it's been delayed a lot. Um, it's supposed to have been released by now, but um, there's just been a little back and forth. There's just been a little um, making sure that everything is right, making sure that I'm comfortable, making sure that I found what I'm looking for. And um, yeah, as soon as the as soon as the time is right, the album is hundred percent done. I just need um, I just need to be sure of when I want to put it out. Hmm. Yeah, I'm interested. It's called Boy Boy Alone. Um, what's behind what's behind the name? Yeah, Boy Alone is my dad's name. Oh. What's my dad's name? Yeah, um, it's a kind of nickname he got. He got from his friends um, from way back when, you know, when he's when he, he my dad is just that type of person. He's just like I think I got a lot of things from my dad. Um, he has this intro in, introvert kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He likes to do his things alone, and then he moved to the city all by himself at the time when nobody used to move to the city by themselves, and uh, he did everything alone. He just, he doesn't have so much friends. It was just him and his family. And yeah, people just tend to, people just started calling him the name Boy Alone. And and that was it. And almost like 90% of the times people call my dad, it was Boy Alone that called him. So, and yeah, he passed on and, and um, I looked, no, it's, <laughs> I looked at myself after a couple of years, after I blew up and stuff. And I realized that I have a lot of, I have a lot of things in common with my dad and um, the way I like to leave, even as a superstar, the way I like to just want to be and be by myself and stuff. And yeah, um, I decided to name the album after him, Boy Alone. And um, writing the album, I actually spent the whole time writing the album all alone. So <laughs> it made more sense when uh, the album, I decided to title the album Boy Alone. Interesting. Uh, I, I have a question about um the color purple for you. Like, what does it stand for you, the purple color? Yeah, the purple color is, this, is a color that, there's, you know, there's this, I'll always say that there are a lot of things that happens that you don't, you don't have a reason. There are a lot of people you love, you don't have a reason why you love them. You just love them. <laughs> and I think those are the realest love. Purple is one of those things that just stuck with me from day one for no reason. It's just there. The fans just love the color. And um, the color was, it was the color of my first EP. Mm-hmm. And and it was the color, it just, it was the color that has been with me from day one. The same thing as the symbol four. It's been a number that has been with me from day one. And and I just decided not to let them go. All right. So it's nothing that just, it wasn't something happened and you just found this color or match it with something. It's just something that just happened to, um, be part of you and evolved into what it is today that it's kind of your identity in a way 
Yeah, yeah. Purple is one of those things that just happened to be one part of me for no reason. Just it's just on my lay vibe. Ask about about Justin Bieber. How did that how did that end up happening? That's that's pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, Justin Bieber and I we kind of go way back a little and uh, yeah, it's been a lot, a little back and forth trying to make a record. He sent a couple, I couldn't make it, and I sent a couple, and you know, it's just been since after since ever after my first EP get um, get late. He's been a fan, and I've been a fan of Justin Bieber from day one. So um, attention happened. I was in LA. I met with his producer. Have we made a record? I loved it, and I sent it to him. I FaceTime him. Half FaceTime him and I spoke to him. And I said we sent the record and he sent it back with a verse. And that was it. That was that, it. That's, that's very interesting, Omar, oh because um I, I grew up in Lagos myself. And um when I got to Europe, uh let's say you know Justin Bieber was already becoming who he is today. And the fact that today in today's world you can just um you know um from where you come from collab with artists with this caliber like just you know with this connection straight through you know like how do you feel with the growth of Afrobeats right now or the way you guys just um just be working with international and global artists um i think it's just we're just at a point where things are just happening things are just happening at the right time that they are supposed to um collaborations collaborations are like um I don't know what I don't know. I don't have the right words to to explain what I mean. But I would say it's not like it's not like um, collaborations happen because of music. Collaborations happen because of good music. This artist like this artist song, and the two genres, the two musicians come together and they make magic. It's not like to me collaborations and collaborating with international artists. It's not, it's not an achievement for me. It's like, it's part of making music. It's just mm. part of making music. It's, it's just, uh, I don't like I said. I don't have the best words for this, but collaborations is just part of making music. It's just I don't think collaborations is something that we should, people should, artists should celebrate. Yeah, so yeah, sometimes you know Justin Bieber is a very is a, is a legend. He's a big artist in the world, and of course I want to. Of course, a lot of people want to do a record with Justin Bieber, and I'm so grateful that we he made attention happen. We made attention happen, um, um, but at the same time, I'm trying to look at it like collaborations should be collaborations. It should mm -hmm. be out of love. It should be out of love for the music, and it shouldn't just be because of personality i don't know if you feel me yeah, yeah i get you i get you where you're coming from because if, at the end of the day if if you yeah. know fuck with you you know fuck yeah, with you know exactly if the, exactly if it doesn't match there's no need there's no need honestly there's no need to try to you don't we don't have to we don't have to do it i think it's just the the place where we are right now where everybody just cares about the numbers more than the actual music okay. and that's why it feels like a lot of people just jump onto whoever they can hold on to. But at the end, to me, real music is mm -hmm. actually doing it for the love, for the art, for how it's going to sound. 
And yeah, that's and that's that's me for you. That's, that's a great perspective. That's a great one. Because um, as you know, like um music in Nigeria, um um right now, let's say the guys in, in Lagos, let's say um, big boys, Olamide, for example, if Olamide mm-hmm. jumps on, let's say portable or or any any up and coming artist music, if they just do this collab, um, it definitely brings a new reach to this up and coming artist. No, mm-hmm. so there there are different parts of collaborations or what what they can bring to the table. But it's interesting you have um this point of view because um that makes you the person you are and uh, a solid artist as yourself. Yeah, thank you. Thank uh, you. I, I'm really interested. You're going to be playing in Barcelona later this month, a couple of weeks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to be playing in Barcelona, a couple of other places in uh, in Spain. Yeah, I'm played? really I'm really excited about Spain. Yes, bro, come come what? over because we there wait for you. Are <laughs> <laughs> you bro? Are you We go shut down down as usual. Trust bro. You know me, trust me, man. <laughs> Have you played yeah, Spain before? Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you played Spain before? No, I, the, the thing is, I'm not. I've never been in Spain before. That's the thing. Never, never. I don't even know what to expect at this point, bro. Um, don't worry. We will make this home for you. Don't worry. Um, oh, yeah. our our slogan for the last couple summers with my collective is Barcelona like Lagos. You understand? So oh, yeah, no. that's oh, yeah, no. the, that's we move. We move. Oh, you get me? So that's what that's our plan out here, and um. When I saw they announced your show, I was like, okay, okay, these guys don't reach our side. Let's start <laughs> doing this thing. And I was really happy. So I'll be there with my family, my brother, my sister, the whole I gang. Got you, I got <laughs> you, my bro. I got you. I got you, my bro. Come through, come through. Let's have fun, man. You did there. Oh, you know. Can I ask one, one final question? Okay. I've seen you've been called the future of West African music, which is a pretty big thing to say. How do you feel about that? Yeah. uh, I feel like I'm the future of West African music. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's 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 exactly how I feel about it. Um, Now, it's kind of sometimes it's 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 not like a burden it's there's no pressure that's one thing i make sure that that i don't put it on myself pressure there's no pressure but inside of me i feel like i am the future of west african music i am the future of african music and um yeah alongside my other colleagues too uh the new guys that are that are popping that are doing it hard that are going hard yeah that's how i feel about it no other way. That's a great standpoint of view, man. I like your energy, boy. And um, and the thing is, right now, from from Africa and West Africa, and to be precise, Nigeria in this case, um, the music coming out in the recent two three years, the quality, the sound, the visuals you guys are doing is just um next level shit. So, I, I'm I'm already I'm also standing on that. Like you guys, you are the future of this sound because. Um, we fucks with you a lot, and um, it's a great opportunity to have you in Barcelona, which a lot of people is going to enjoy. You know, uh, yeah. I'm I'm really glad to be there with you guys. I'm really glad to come see the fans. Um, it's been such it's such a long distance for me to travel mm-hmm. all the way to Spain to come see you guys and sing the song. 
and connect with my people, my people from day yes, one. So. Yes, bro. So. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait, man. And that's the thing that keeps me going. Sometimes the tour gets, it gets too stressful because like one city to another, every night there's a different, I'm going to, I'm almost traveling to another country almost every night. And mm. <clears throat> yeah, it gets tiring a lot of times. But the thing that keeps me going is to come see my people, my fans, people who would, listen to my music and connect with me and feel exactly the same way that I feel people who will ride with me for any reason, people who would buy my ticket to come sing my songs with me. That's a whole show by itself. And that's the thing that keeps me going. I always, I'll travel any distance to come see my people vibe with me. And I'm, I'm really excited about Spain. Oh shit. Oh mm. shit. Okay now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. I'm, I'm yeah. eager. I'm eager for that. <laughs> Yeah, me. Anything else you want to ask? Um. Well, last question I would ask is, um, bro. So now that you are touring, and um, and performing your music in different cities around the world, how important do you think this is? You know, like being able to tour to expand your audience, and um, you know, what 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 part is this part playing for you in your career? Um. This, I think, this is just another part of being uh being who i am being an artist who make music that people love this is just another part of it and to me i don't see so much of the business i'm not so much of a business guy what i see is the the art mm-hmm. every time that's what i see is the art i leave my team to handle all that business and calculation and expansion and all that stuff um mm-hmm. but at them my dream is is to get people to listen to my music is to get people to feel how I feel when I make my music. My dream is to get more and more people to listen to this music that's coming from this boy from Port Harcourt, all the way from Nigeria, Africa, Port Harcourt. Mm. You feel me? It's to get the whole world listening to it. And um, yeah, that's the dream. And then another part of it is to see my people, like I said, connect with my fans face to face, let them understand that I feel how they feel and i can i do anything for them i do anything i travel any way for them to come vibe with them to come sit and vibe with me and um that's that's what touring actually means to me 